This is the Horse Radio Network. Hello, everyone. This is your producer, Jemmy, with episode 2041 of Best Of. The gang is out today, so we're rolling things back to June 2nd, 2017, when they talked about Murphy's Laws for Horse People, keeping trails open for equestrians, and bad ads on a Freestyle Friday edition. Listen in. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. It's Freestyle Friday, and I am Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Phoenix, Arizona, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for May 3rd, episode 1689. Oh my God, that's a long time. <sighs> Brought to you by Horse... Oh, wait, it's, it should be Kentucky Performance Products, right? Yeah, where, uh, you're on the wrong day altogether. Where are you at? I'm sorry. <laughs> How about if so I it's do even this part? past 1689? Here, yeah, here we go. I am Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida, and I am Jamie Jennings oh. from Phoenix, Arizona, and you're listening to the Horses <laughs> in the Morning show on the Horse Radio Network for June it's supposed the to still be me. Episode be me. 1709. <laughs> still be me. Brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. <gasps> Good morning, Horse World. Hey, Horse World. <laughs> it's Friday. When I get off of work on Friday. Everybody's favorite day of the week on Horses in the Morning. Okay, I forgot. Buddy? I was looking through the wrong pages. <laughs> Are you all right? You, uh... No, I, I woke up late. I'm a little frazzled. <sighs> Ha, but I'm here. I'm here. That's all that matters. So it's actually, we've had 1,709 episodes. Yes. That's a lot. God, that's a long, like, I don't, jobs for me don't last this long, Glenn. (laughs) (laughs) And I am actually, I I can announce this now because it's confirmed. I'm doing a quick interview next week with, and, and some of our listeners listen to this show. It's an internationally syndicated show called The Bob and Cherry Show. It's a morning drive radio show. And they're very funny and very clean. And it's, it's been, I've listened to it, geez, Jennifer, what, 15 years maybe. And, uh, I still listen to their podcast every day. And it was the inspiration for Horses in the Morning. Well, Denise surprised me by booking a interview for next week with Sherry, kind of one of my one-on-one interviews. So Aww. I, so I can thank them for, for being the inspiration for this show. And, you know, really without this show, the network wouldn't be here. So the reason that we're here is a result of Bob and Sherry. Um, I'm I'm looking them up here because I know I've heard you mention them, but it's not been on. Where where, where are they based out of? They're based out of Charlotte, but they're on syndicated on like a hundred sh- uh, stations. Plus, they do a podcast. I listen to the podcast. Um, so this is interesting. You know how Morning Drive Radio works, but in in the podcast for radio, they take out the commercials and then they put in uh, sometimes different commercials because I don't know. It's something about contracting and stuff. Do they play music? They don't play music. They're kind of a morning talk, and they do funny stuff. They do mostly silly topics, you know. Uh, uh, you know, what's the worst thing that happened to you in high school? You know, that kind of stuff. And it's no politics, no religion, which is why I like it. It's just, you know, it's just fun. And they cover a little bit of stories about celebrities and stuff. It's the only celebrity news I get all day. And their, But their show is four hours long. And when you listen to the podcast, it's uh, 90 minutes. 
because they've taken out all the news, the traffic, the music. You know, from morning radio, you do an hour program, you get how much of it you're actually talking is what about 20 minutes, maybe <laughs> out of an hour. Uh, True. Uh, it's, it's just I'm looking at their page and it looks exactly like when I was on a show co- called Steve and Vicky. Oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Bob and Cherry, Steve and Vicky. And then it brought me in. <laughs> so this show is really designed after their show. The segments, the no religion, no politics, all of that stuff. I kind of li- I like their show. And I said, well, we could do the same thing only with horses. And then I kind of look for s- somebody when we were doing the interviews, when you had to do the call in and the voicemails, I was looking for somebody that was kind of had the the sense of humor of a sherry, and uh, that's where we found you. So, so it's kind of neat that I get to talk to her next week. That's kind of exciting for me. I mean, I mean, you get to talk to me three days a week, though. Yeah, so. that's true, <laughs> and that's much better. That's much <laughs> pretty better. lucky. <laughs> and you know, some days she even figures out which day we're on. Uh, you know, it works not out. today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> I got well. We have to. I have to give you some reprieve for that because before the show, we didn't discuss. And we usually spend a half an hour talking about what we're going to talk about, what we're going to do, who's going to do what. Not today. We talked about what barn you're building in in, the- <laughs> <laughs> in Oklahoma. Yeah, we're still looking at it. We're looking at the barn. I found what I want. Of course, what I want is a bazillion dollars. Yeah. So <laughs> Chad's like. Gulp. <laughs> yeah, Chad's like, I don't make a million dollars a year, honey. <laughs> um, let me remind you that you're making me move to Oklahoma. Okay. Can I just say that again? Yeah, that card's Thanks. only going to go so far. Yeah, I'm going to play that thing to the end. <laughs> <laughs> so we were all looking at Barnes before the show, and then all of a sudden it was nine o'clock and it's time to start. So here we are. Jennifer, yes. what are we doing? Because we have no idea. We have well, I don't even know. Yet. I haven't the foggiest idea. <laughs> but according to the production notes coming up on today's Kentucky Performance Products Free Time Friday edition, Truman Pravat is going to come by, and he's with the Backcountry Horsemen of the Florida chapter. And he has some advice on keeping horse trails horse-friendly in your area because it's a constant battle to keep the motorbikes out. And then really bad ads, breaks out of the fence, and gallops through the online classifieds. So stay tuned for the fray, folks. Thank you very much, Jennifer. My Daily Winnie is a two-parter. The first part goes to Jaku, and uh, let's hear Jaku's talent. No way. No! So you can appreciate the rest of this. That is a chicken playing the piano. Oh, that is crazy. I do. I mean, I've never seen that before. <laughs> and my second part of this is to ask Jamie why she doesn't have any talented chickens, and you must be a <laughs> terrible trick. <laughs> That's freaking unbelievable, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I'm uh, sure you've seen yeah. it a thousand times. <laughs> I did. I actually watched that episode and I was horrified because these these two ladies obviously love their chicken and they bring the chicken out and, you know, everybody's kind of making fun of them, basically. And then they put him in front of the keyboard and they're like, OK, and the music starts and he turns around and starts 
grooming himself. <laughs> he was licking and his then, butt. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's like the, the dog version of licking your butt, the chicken version of licking your butt. So then they, they turn around, reposition, and they're like, people are starting to boo. And then they turn him around and all this. And they keep, and he keeps like preening. And it's really embarrassing. And I was like, oh no, chicken people are going to be labeled as crazy. Like, we're not already. And then he starts playing, and it was wonderful. She starts playing. Uh, and it was amazing. I was so excited. And and again, much like all the people that tagged me in 52 thoroughbreds, uh, I think I've been tagged in this chicken video 400,000 times. <laughs> The chicken the got a standing ovation, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Did it make it through? I think it did. Oh, it? yeah. That four, four yeses. Are you kidding? That's right. That's All I gold. Think of- that is gold. This has been seen four million times on, on YouTube. This is gold for a show like that. <laughs> um, have, have you like thought about I mean, what I thought about is I was like, okay, this was recorded a long time ago, and then they're going to have to come back and do another performance. And come back. I was like, what if it dies? <laughs> Oh, yeah, they just do that. Don't bring a different chicken. Nobody will know the difference. Yeah, that's How true. How are you going to train a different chicken to do that? Okay. How like, did they well, train this chicken to do that? Is my question. They have a drummer. Yeah. They have a band How, of chickens. Is it horrible that I thought that? Yeah. That's you you own horrible. chickens, they die. That's what they, <laughs> that's what they do. I hope they don't live in Phoenix. <laughs> Keep Joe Koo in the living room. <laughs> You know, we we watched that show too. You know, I I actually like that show, Guilty Pleasure. It's it's not murder and mayhem like all the rest of the TV now. And uh, the you had you had to cringe. Did you watch the whole episode? Yes. You had to cringe when that little twelve year old sweet girl came up at the end with her puppet, ever uh, ventriloquist puppet. And you know then, what? She she was so cute. And um, she wasn't trying to be funny. <laughs> I, I was, you know, we like ventriloquists, as you know, but she was amazing. <laughs> she was amazing. She, she was adorable. That. She was so cute. She wasn't Jeff Dunham. He's terrible. <laughs> he is terrible. Yeah, right. I'll take I'm Jeff gonna, Dunham's uh, $40 million a year. Thank you very much. I'm starting it. Uh, it's like when we talk about the Big Bang Theory. By the way, I got to tell you something. My mother was visiting a couple weeks ago and recorded... Big Bang, like the series. There you go. I have 4,000 Big Bang episodes in my queue she on my direct TV. <laughs> like, <laughs> Chad's like, seriously, why do we have all these? I'm like, my mom, she doesn't understand what she does. Sometimes she just like hits the record twice and that records the entire series. So I'm like constantly trying to delete those. And you know what? And Big then, Bang is on 24 hours a day on some station somewhere. So <laughs> I know. I know. And every time I delete them and then like five minutes later, 10 episodes saved. <laughs> what? <laughs> And then the Jeff Dunham thing between you guys liking Big Bang and then liking Jeff Dunham. I know, I know that half of the audience hates me right now. Oh, but no, like, more than I, that. He's just terrible. <laughs> more than that. Let's do, let's, let's check it now and let's see who likes Jeff Dunham. Maybe we should do it on the auditor's page so I don't get completely <laughs> slaughtered. All right, let's do your daily winning. <laughs> Uh, oh, I still love that every time. Um, my daily Winnie goes to my dear friend Chili, Chili Pepper. You know he does the birthday Winnie. Yeah, yeah. 
birthday when it takes forever. Um, there was a discussion that we're going to have later that is Murphy's Law. And, and, and I know that one of the ones that you came up with was the horse that does the least cost the most. Yep. <laughs> That's a horse husband so, one right there. Yeah. Do you remember when we had the vet on a long time ago, the, the dentist on talking about that dental disease that, and I was like, Chili has that. And so he constantly has to have his front teeth pulled because he has hyperkeratosis or something like that is what it's called. And, and, and basically his front teeth are falling out. And he's There's down another maybe- Murphy's law. If it has hyper in the name of the disease, it's expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It has nothing to yeah. do with the disease and everything to do with how much it's going to come out of your checkbook. Um, yeah. So now that Chad's gone to work, I can tell you the vet's coming out this morning to pull another <laughs> tooth. Actually, one tooth actually just fell out. And I was like, score. I didn't have to pay to have that one removed. You know what I mean? Like you're like one tooth just fell out. Awesome. No, it turns out it broke off, broke off. And so now there's like shards. So this is the third time I've had to have this broken off tooth taken care of by the veterinarian and she's having to come out and pull the shard. I tried to pull it. I was like, chill, you hold still. <laughs> Get that out. And uh, yeah, it didn't work. So he has to have like two more teeth pulled today. And the shard are removed. Just tie, just tie him to the gate with a piece of baler twine and then back him up. You know, if only he would stand still for me. Like at this point, you can't even lift his lip. <laughs> because he's like, oh, don't touch me. Like you cannot touch him below his eyeballs. Like, well, <laughs> like no. Chili called me yesterday to complain. And here's what. He- <laughs> That's what he said right there. That sounds like him. <laughs> yeah. So the 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 horse that does the least cost the most. Bless his heart. Oh my gosh. Between the adequan he's getting and then the constant uh, tooth and dental visits, and then you know, I finally. We just couldn't inject his hawks anymore. They just fused. (laughs) It's so bad. He's he's 23 this year. Bless his heart. And there are kids that just love him. He's He's a lesson horse. For those who don't know, um, he was a client's horse, and then they decided they wanted to get out of horses. So they're like, what do we do with him? And I was like, what do you do with two? Isn't he like 52? I mean, he's old. (laughs) Yeah, he's like 127 years old, and he's super crippled in like six different locations. But he's the kind of horse that I can put like a three-year-old on. Like Lucas is it's Lucas's horse now. Uh I but I can put a beginner, beginner, beginner on. Very light beginner, and go, okay, Chili. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to pick up a nice slow trot, trot all the way on the all the way around the arena, and come back to me and stop. And he'll go, okay. <laughs> I'll turn around and I'll go trot the loop around the arena, come back to me and stop. And he's like that good of a horse. So I, you know, chat all the time. Is like, when is he going to die? I'm like, never. He's never. Gonna <laughs> no, they die. never die. Those kinds. No. <laughs> They never die. When you- <laughs> nope, but I'm like, die. if he died, we have to replace him. And he's going to be expensive because I can't teach less. Like, he's perfect kid lesson horse. So anyway, he, but he cost a lot of money. So dear Dr. Hendricks, coming back out this morning around 9 a.m. <laughs> Take care. Of we, we have the okay. Hill family to thank because when we sold our big farm and had to get rid of all of our horses, um, when I got sick there, we had a couple of ponies that were old. I mean, 35. And the Hill family said, oh, we'll take them. They're only going to live a year or two because they were 35. And uh, 10 years later, the second one died. <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) So thank you, Hill family from Pennsylvania, for uh, doing that kind gesture of taking our ponies for a year that turned into 10. 
<laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, I have, we have a, some news here, too, today. I wanted to announce, and this was brought up in our auditor room as well, that Turner Classic Movies has some treasures from the Disney Vault tonight. So set your DVR starting at 8 p.m. on Turner Classic. They have Summer Magic. All of these have something to do with horses. At 10 p.m., at Pollyanna. At 12.30, Mickey's Polo Team from 1936. At 12.45, The Horse with the Flying Tail. Oh, At one forty-five, The Tattooed Police Horse. At 2.45, Hacksaw. And at 4.30 in the morning, The Horse Without a Head. And, uh, of course, Jennifer made me set all those to record. How many of you those have you seen? I'm going to go set it to record now. Let's see. I saw The Horse with the Flying Tail a long time ago. Otherwise, I've seen none of them. I've seen Pollyanna, but... I don't know that yeah, doesn't that, like that. Pollyanna doesn't register to me as like a horse movie though. Yeah, and she didn't want that one either. Twelve thirty, Mickey's <laughs> Polo Team, and twelve forty five, or uh, and the tattooed a police horse. The Mickey's Polo Team. I don't know that I've ever seen that. That was one of the animated ones. That was from nineteen thirty six. It's only it's fifteen it's, minutes. Yeah, it's, so it's one of the early animated short. Mickey. Uh, and, it's know, like when Goofy learns to ride, yeah, like that kind of thing. Yeah, and they had a lot of those back then, you know, where, with horses involved in the early Mickeys. So You know, it's really hard to sell a Mickey Mouse to your child these days. Is it really? Because, oh my gosh, if you watch a Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, they're terrible. It's like the weirdest okay. thing. Yeah, he likes SpongeBob. Oh, uh, love SpongeBob. I saw the that whole SpongeBob the thing. Other day. <laughs> It wasn't a temper tantrum. It was honest to God, crocodile tears. So here's what happened. Do I have a second to tell the story yeah, go ahead. for those who didn't see it? So Nickelodeon, you can go and set a phone call from one of their the TV characters. So like I, I did it to Chad on his birthday. The Paw Patrol called Chad on his birthday. Anyway, so basically it's like, hey, I'm SpongeBob. And so I set it for SpongeBob for Lucas. And, and it doesn't really give them an opportunity to talk, but it is the actual voice of SpongeBob. They've recorded names and you type in the year. Uh, so it's like, hey, I'm SpongeBob. Uh, it's SpongeBob and I'm here with Gary and we're calling Lucas. Hey, Lucas, happy birthday. You know, and then the, we heard you're four years old today. And it's really, really, really cool. And they don't really give him a chance to talk back. And they're like, okay, we got to go by. And so, boom, that's the phone call. Lucas is, I mean, he was so excited. He was like jumping up and down, freaking out, excited. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And he's like, I hung up the phone. Abby was with us. We were like, oh, it was so cool chit chatting. He's like, okay, I'm going to go. And I was like, okay. And he goes outside. It's like 100 degrees outside. And he's standing in the front yard. And so, like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? He's like, I'm waiting for SpongeBob. And he goes back to looking out the road. Like, <laughs> hey, dude, what? Uh, what do you? What do you mean you're waiting for SpongeBob? He's like, he's coming over. He called. He said he's coming over. <laughs> I was like, well, no, 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 SpongeBob's not coming over. And he's like, what? And then he starts to get. I'm like, you, SpongeBob can't come over. He lives under the ocean. And if he came to the desert here, he would die. We don't want him to die. He's like, sponge. <laughs> oh my gosh, he was unconsolable. He was. Stu- I mean, he stood outside for like 20 minutes waiting for SpongeBob to drive up. <laughs> it was heartbreaking. And then I'm like, I'm the worst mother ever. I like did this to my child. He cried. For two hours. We had to watch SpongeBob episodes for two hours before he would calm down. Like, oh, poor guy. <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> so that was my that was my way to go, mom. Happy birthday. Your child cried for two hours. <laughs> and so I photographed it and posted on Facebook, of course. <laughs> I used to do that when dates were supposed to show up. I used to stand out. <laughs> uh, Rolex, Rolex dropped their sponsorship of the Kentucky three-day event. Their contract was up and they did not renew. Now I just can't believe that. Well, I, just I, can't believe- I can. They, you know, I kind of saw that one coming. Um, th- now they're the, still going to remain as the official timepiece of the event through 2021. Uh, in addition, Rolex has a separate contract with the Kentucky Horse Park as title sponsor of the stadium uh, till 2020. So it will continue a sponsorship uh, along the way. Um, and it's also going to continue its sponsorship of the Grand Slam of Eventing. That's where if you win the three, you win $350,000. Continue to do that. So, yeah, they're looking for a new sponsor right now. I've called, we've called this. Now, we're around long enough to remember when this was called Kentucky. When yeah. you said you were gone, I don't know if you remember that, but before Rolex, you said you were just going, you didn't even use the whole name. You were just going, you were going to Kentucky. That meant the show. Um, and then it became Rolex, and it's been Rolex forever. It's going to be very hard not to call it it's Rolex. It's been Rolex for almost 30 years. Yeah, it's going to be very hard not to call it Rolex. It's but I feel, like if, I feel like if some new person swoops in and sponsors it, I will absolutely call it Tampax. Okay, <laughs> it's the Tampax Kentucky three-day event. Yeah, I don't think that one's happening. Um, <laughs> I'm, I will call it Tampax because they came in and they swooped in and they saved it. I you know, I mean, think I'm mad at Rolex. One of the uh, options was the State Farm Life Insurance, and I thought that was appropriate. <laughs> you know what? And I told you, my daddy's an agent. I'll call him. Yeah, I'll see what he's going to well, do. So they're looking for a sponsor. <laughs> I don't know. It was never really reported how much they put up. Uh, somebody in their tax documents of 2014, EI, who runs Rolex, said they took in $1.3 million in gifts, grants, and contributions. But I, I would think it'd be more than... I, that seemed low to me, $1.3 million. So um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Another show that was looking for a title sponsor and they got it was Adelaide. Remember the Adelaide International Three-Day Events, down, the, the big one down in Australia? Well, they were without a title sponsor, too, and Back in 2000 to 2005, Mitsubishi Motors had been their title sponsor. They've come back. And doesn't Mitsubishi sponsor uh, Blenheim or one of those? Badminton. Badminton. Okay, I think it is Mitsubishi Badminton. Yeah. So now they're stepping up. So who knows? Maybe we'll have Mitsubishi. But then Land Rover is there. So I don't know. You know what? I mean, I just found a commercial. I think it's about time to play the audio. I just found a commercial of Audi getting involved in the horse world too. And with a Kentucky connection. So maybe Audi's going to be Audi is going to be the next sponsor. Know, Do you have listen. that? Yeah. Let's listen. To the Bernie Bernie across the track for the eighth of the mile to the finish. Secretary getting the lead. What made Secretariat the greatest racehorse who ever lived? Of course he was strong. Secretary going on a track and then an out. Explosive. But the true secret to his perfection was a heart twice the size of an average horse. 
That's so cool. It's such a good commercial. I'll have to post it on our uh, Horses in the Morning Facebook page. But basically, the, at the very end, it says something about how what the inside is what matters. And basically, that they're saying their car is really fast. So but maybe many- Land Rover's been waiting, biding their time, waiting for Rolex to leave. Because it, it sounds good, the Land Rover Kentucky 3 Day event. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that, too. I can see that, too. And I think horse people are the only ones that buy Land Rovers, them and the royal family. I don't- <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anybody has a Land Rover? I, I, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I you know what? <laughs> I don't know anybody that has a Land Rover, but I really think if they sponsored the Land Rover Kentucky three day event, there'd be a lot more sales. There you go. We're, t- we're going with that. Absolutely. <laughs> gonna, yeah. And it, you know what? If they sponsored this show, there'd be a lot more sales too. I'm just, gonna I was going to say, you know, a horse radio network, the Kentucky three day event sounds pretty good too, boss. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We need a few more auditors, uh, for that. <laughs> 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 They're just not stepping up to that level quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, you know, something happened. Uh, we're going to, in a few minutes here, we'll have our first guest. But I wanted to run through some of these real quick because it was fun. Uh, Lindsay Helmuth Pierce, our newlywed, just married a couple of weeks ago, posted on our auditor page, <clears throat> what are some of Murphy's laws for the horse, that, of the horse world that we can come up with? And we've done these in the past, but it's been years. And and they were coming up with their own. And uh, why don't you read a couple of uh, the auditor suggestions, and then I'll do my horse husband version of some of them. All right. I'll do one. You do one. Okay. Um, uh, as a person going to the barn, um, you pay the farrier and then the next day they're missing a shoe. Murphy's law. <laughs> Murphy's law. Uh, horse husband version. Date night equals a short trip to the barn first. I'll just be a minute. Just be I just a gotta minute. I just have to stop a, by. I just have to pick stop by. Make him a bran mash, yeah. wait for it to yeah. soak for 45 minutes, and, and then, then I'm only going to need to clean the stall. Yes. And, oh, my gosh, he's got an abscess. we got to soak oh, his and, foot. And Shelly's there, and I have to talk to her about her horse because she's having a bad day. And then <laughs> never happens. Just saying. Okay. That's never happened to you. What are you talking about? <laughs> never. Uh, Lindsay, uh, that was Sandy who said that. Uh, Lindsay says that the more of a hurry she is in, uh, as far as the ride, like, say you have a lesson. Or you got to be done at a certain time. You know, you get there and you've got to ride at this time. Uh, your horse is super dirty. But if you're there to just hang out and go for a trail ride bareback, he's spotless. <laughs> That's right. That is true. They know. They know. They know how to get out of work. Uh, my next horse husband version, the night before an important day at work, a horse will colic and require hours of walking. Yeah, they don't really do the walking anymore, though. So you're pretty, pretty good there. You I should be all right. A few nights of walking, and and by the way, they always call it on cold, too. wet nights too. It's never sunny and beautiful. It's always oh gosh, yeah. no, never a beautiful fall, crisp evening no. for a good, <laughs> good colic. Um, no cameras around. Horses posing and adorable. Lindsay sent this one in too. And then uh, if the cameras are around, resting. Mare face comes out and they won't cooperate. Come here. Hey, raise your ears. Put your ears up. Okay. I'm going to pick up some dirt. I'm going to throw it in the air. Okay. Oh, wait. They spooked. All right. So come back. Come here. Come here. Hey, hey. Do you still use the All Ears app? I do. I love it. That thing works. It works. It really does work. We were taking photos for at Monty Roberts, all the the rescue horses. And they were in the pen, and some of them are stallions, and I'm and we're trying to get good pictures of them to post for social media. And so I was like, "Oh, I can get them going." And I played 
one of the horse whinnies and the stallion went cray cray and she was like what is denise like what are you doing i was like it was just an app i didn't know (laughs) so don't use it around wild stallions (laughs) they get a little upset um carly said you go for a trail ride windy and energetic crazy horse turnout day when they're just gonna go be turned out beautiful weather lazy horse spit out kind of bottom lip you know just hanging out sleeping that's true uh horse husband version if you do a thorough check of the trailer you check the brakes the bearings you spend hundreds of dollars making sure it's ready the next time you take it out the truck will break down Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. celeste has a similar situation to me the day you have to go to the feed store because you're totally out of feed because you've totally been a slacker you either get caught late at work or traffic is always trying to get there in my version uh i go to feed and i'm like crap i'm out of hay and i go up to the store and i'm like dang it it's sunday they close at five because they close different times and then i have to go to my neighbor and go can you borrow like have a bill of hay and they're like uh seriously again <laughs> so i get you celeste i got you uh a horse husband version if uh, this this actually applies to you i thought of you uh if okay. your wife has eight stalls she will have 10 horses or 12 or or 15 and she'll be using the neighbor's paddock hey i would never oh wait so magic is gonna go live with baby zara <laughs> in a little bit <laughs> to help the weaning process yep 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 yeah. And I already have two horses at the neighbors. <laughs> Sorry. All right, one more for you and one more for me. And then Jennifer should have our guest ready to go. Um, this is this is obviously true. Um, the cheaper the horse's purchase price, Lindsay says, the greater the vet bills. <laughs> it's true. true. And my horse husband version is your current $3,000 saddle will never, ever fit the new horse. Ever. Yeah. Well, what'd you pay $3,000 for a saddle for anyway? My God, it costs more than your horse. In most cases, it does, though, doesn't it? Yeah, in my world. <laughs> yeah, All right, let's take a break for Kentucky Performance Products, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about the backcountry horsemen and what they do. It's been a long time since we talked to them. And we're also going to talk a little bit about trails and public lands and what's happening to all of those around the country. We'll be right back. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Electrolytes. Who needs them? Your horse, that's who. Electrolytes perform critical functions within your horse's body. They help regulate nerve and muscle functions by carrying electrical impulses between cells. In addition, electrolytes assist the body in maintaining a healthy fluid balance by controlling your horse's desire to drink. When your horse loses significant amounts of electrolytes and fluids, problems such as dehydration, muscle cramping, fatigue, tying up, and colic may occur. Even in mild forms, these conditions can have a negative impact on your horse's ability to perform and recover after exercise. Top riders and veterinarians turn to Summer Games Electrolyte to keep their horse healthy in hot weather, and you can too. Summer Games replenishes the electrolytes and trace minerals lost when your horse sweats, and it stimulates the thirst response so your horse continues to drink and stay properly hydrated. So when the going gets hot, trust Summer Games Electrolyte from Kentucky Performance Products to protect your horse. 
This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. While we're waiting for our guest, uh, I had a story. I have a bunch. I found a bunch of news stories uh, for today, and one of them. And there were actually a couple of these. A carriage horse got loose in New York and decided to go for a stroll. But there was also another story that hit the news earlier in the week, and it was it was about a horse got loose and galloped through Hell's Kitchen during rush hour Tuesday afternoon. Now, calls to 9-11 about the brown horse started coming in a few minutes before 5 p.m. and continued for about five minutes. Uh, at the NYPD spokesman said uh, I, uh, that, they, that you could hear all over the 911 center, I know there's a horse running around. Apparently, they kept getting calls. Uh, callers reported seeing the animal with reins but no saddle on West 54th Street and North Avenue, or 9th Avenue, so really down in Hell's Kitchen. Uh, they later said the horse, which likely came from a nearby stable that offers rides to tourists. What what stable in Hell's Kitchen offers rides to what? tourists? Tell me what, where Hell's Kitchen is. It's right in the middle of the city. I mean, right in the middle of the city. Uh, actually, uh, our listener Stephanie could tell you better. But it's, I mean, when they showed the video, this is also good. You're chasing a horse. This is city people chasing a horse. What do you do when you're chasing a horse, Jamie, when you're in a city? And you're a policeman. Um, what what do they do, or what they should do? No, what do they do? They just run at it, uh, in their or chase it with car- a car and with their sirens. Exactly, going. the twelve police cars with their sirens going, chasing the horse down the street. You know that doesn't freak them out at all. So, so where's a stable in the middle of Manhattan? I know, Stephanie. We want to know. Let us know what you know about a trail riding stable in the middle of Manhattan. I don't know what that was about. Uh, so we we want to know more about that because I have no idea what the, what that was. I'm googling it. Yeah. There's got to be. <laughs> right, why don't you Google that? We'll get our our guest on. Well, you know, we haven't talked to the backcountry horsemen in a long time. They do great work, and we wanted to have a chat with them again because a lot of things are happening across the country uh, with trails and there's a lot of work being done to get you know for people to take over our horse trails and there's a lot of work being done to try and keep the horse trails I found it by the way what just is it? yeah go ahead real quick um there is a it's in Central Park the horseback riding in Central I Park they had closed that it's got it on this website at centralparksightseeing.com and uh, one hour trail ride is hundred and fifty dollars. Well, God, go. <laughs> well, it's expensive to keep bike tours, carriage tours, pedicab <laughs> tours, walking tours, private tours, packages, attractions. All right, Stephanie, we want to know: is that still open? Because I thought that was closed. But all right, well, we have Truman on with us, who is of the backcountry horseman of Florida. Good morning, Truman. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate it. You know, we haven't talked to you guys in a long time, so kind of give us a a quick background of what the backcountry horsemen are again. Well, the backcountry horsemen are a nationwide organization. We're a service organization built on uh, basically a three-legged stool service to our land managers, advocacy, uh, and education and advocacy to keep our trails, public trails open for public use. And that's what we are in a nutshell. 
And you guys also do work, I know, maintaining trails and clearing, keeping them clear. And, and uh, you know, I know you do that work as well. So that's part of the service work. And, and that's, that's, you know, that's th- part of the service. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for doing all of what you do, because it, you know, it benefits all of us at Trail Ride. What what are the challenges that have been getting worse or have become more prominent over the last couple of years to keeping our trails open? The U.S. Forest Service, uh, as of the beginning of 2015, had a um, 17% of the trails in the U.S. Forest Service, and there's enough trails in the U.S. Forest Service to wrap around the Earth six times at the equator. Only 17% were maintained to their own standards. There's a huge management backlog, and uh, we worked with the American Forest Council to get the GAO to do an analysis on that and point that out. And since then, Congress has actually done something and passed legislation to address that issue. So that issue is being addressed, and one of the things that came out of Congress is a mandate that the U.S. Forest Service use more volunteer hours in maintaining and keeping trails open. Well, why weren't so they that, doing that in the first place, Truman? Why weren't they using more volunteer hours well, in the first place? That seems like a no-brainer. Well, it is a no-brainer, but uh, the way the well, the way the system was was set up and the way the budgetary process worked is that um, if a local ranger use more volunteer hours, then he may end up getting his own internal resources cut uh, <laughs> when it came time for the next budget. Uh. So, and there, there was a lot of resistance. There was issues also on, you know, insurance issues on liability. And yeah, there's a bunch of things that, uh, that had to be cleaned up. And, and, and some of it was just personality. You know, it gets right down to it. What percentage but, of the trails? What percentage of the trails that are maintained are horse trails? Do we know that of the total? Obviously, there's bike trails and hiking trails and things like that. Do we know what percentage of the trails in the national park system are horse trails? Um, in the national forest system, most of the, most of the trails there are some single use trails, but most of the trails are multi use trails. In designated wilderness areas, there are no mountain bikes permitted. There are no mecha- there are no me- no mechanical modes of travel in wilderness areas. So all the trails in wilderness areas are hiking trails, uh, combination hiking trails, and horse trails. So of that, a considerable number of the trails in the National Forest Service, at least, are multi-use trails and are available for use for horses. Okay, got it. And so what, you know, what, uh, what are you guys trying to do now uh, to increase, you know, obviously every organization tries to grow and tries to do more. Are you trying to get more volunteers to help? What, what are the needs of the backcountry horsemen at this point? Well, more volunteers. I mean, last year, um, Monetary wise, we did over twelve million dollars in in uh, volunteer service, and 
uh, obviously with the push for more volunteer service, we need more members like everybody else. We're also forming partnerships with other user groups to, um, to address that issue. But, you know, more chapters and more members. Right now we are in, <laughs> I think the latest count was 34 states. And we'd like to um, expand to some states that we haven't uh, been in or not in. But in general, we need more people to um, to do the work. And what? So, if somebody was interested in volunteering, let's say I wanted to volunteer, and I live in Florida, and I know there's a chapter here because you're in Florida. But if there's a, not a chapter in their state, is there is there a way they could be the impetus to get that started? Yes, yes. Uh, the Backcountry Horsemen, uh, I, I would suggest what they do is go to the website. And on the, on the Backcountry Horsemen website, bcha.org, um, there are, um, there's information on how you can form a local chapter. And there's a procedure to do that that's been set out. And that would be the first place to go. And you can form an affiliate chapter with 15 people. And what do they do? So let's say, okay, if I want to volunteer to join your group, let's say, what, what, what would be my duties as a volunteer? Well, your duties as a volunteer are what you put into it. Um, not everybody is, not everybody wants to go out and, um, and, uh, cut, Cut uh, uh, cut wood and 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 drag downfall off the trails and and do those kinds of things. But there's a whole lot of other other things that um, need to be done to make an organization run, and that would allow those that want to go out and do those things to be able to do those things. So, um, you know, while we do do trail work, um, we do other you know we do other sorts of work. We we, you know, raise money to help our efforts. We, um, education, education is primarily one of our, uh, one of the stools of the leg. And educate, by education, I mean both educating land managers in, in what is best for equestrian, uh, trail users and education, educating equestrians into how sustainably use a trail and what a sustainable trail is and why you don't want to do certain things. So those, those are, those are all in our charter. And if you have any expertise in any of those things or you want to pitch in and help, then, you know, we'll be glad to have you. So now I was just uh, I was just thinking we've talked to you know we've talked to some of the uh, backcountry horsemen that are out in the Midwest and in, in the up in the north too that go out for weeks at a time with their horses and you know it's kind of it kind of sounded like a cool gig to volunteer there. Are there other organizations that also take care of tra- uh, horse trails or local organizations as well? There are a lot of local um, equestrian organizations that um, do work with their local land managers to help them. And, um, you know, in in Florida, it depends on the state. Um, Some states, primarily states in the east, um, 
backcountry horsemen has been late in coming to the east and other or, local trail riding clubs and other organizations um, respond and they filled that role. In the West, backcountry horsemen started in Montana in 1972. And so it's, uh, it's, it's different. There's a difference between East and West, but uh, in the East and, and particularly in Florida, we work with those other clubs to, um, you know, fulfill our mission and help fulfill their mission and try to keep trails open and for everybody. You know, one of the things that we've talked about numerous times on the show over the last uh, six, seven years is the battle between the mountain bikers and the horse people. And for some reason, they never seem to get along. Uh, is that still continuing to be an issue? Uh, that's still an issue. There's there's a push right now in the Wilderness Act and in... in um, 1964 specified that there was no mechanical means that could be used in wilderness areas. And they wanted to keep the wilderness areas primitive as they were when we found them, which means if uh, you cannot use chainsaws, you cannot, you cannot drive in, you can, you know, nothing that's mechanized. The only modes of travel that were recognized were uh, by foot or by horse. Uh, a bicycle is a mechanized mode of travel. So the, but the trails in the wilderness areas only account for about 3% of the total trails in the U.S. Forest Service. And the mountain bikers, uh, a group of mountain bikers have been pushing and there is been pushing a bill through Congress to try to amend the Wilderness Act at this point, uh, to allow the use of mountain bikes in wilderness areas. Now, um, there are some places, like I say, in a lot of areas, the trails are multi-use, and there are some places where there has been some serious accidents um, involved with mountain bikers, and it's primarily speed. Um, and But I'll point out this legislation, which the Wilderness Society opposes, um, the American Horse Council opposes. We we have opposition to IMBA also, which is International Mountain Bike Association, also opposes the legislation. So, um, and the reason is, is there is a, a fear that it will generate more user conflict on the trails. Right. So that's the you know that, that's where the mountain bike issue is is pretty much today, okay. and it's not. It is not an official IMBA stand, and IMBA is not pushing it, but there is a group uh, that is pushing it. Well, one last question here. If somebody wants to get involved, is there a fee? And if they want to volunteer, the best place to go is the website, right? And that's bcha.org. Yes. if uh, And they can find out from the website if there's a state chapter in their state, and then they should go to the state chapter. Backcountry horsemen is strictly ground route. So if there's a local chapter in their area and they can find out on the website where the local chapters are, then they should go to that local chapter. If there's a state chapter in their state, they should go to the state chapter and work through them. Okay. Uh, and if they, 
And if they want to form a chapter, then they either work through the state chapter or if there's no state chapter, BCHA. Sounds good. Well, Truman, thank you for the work that you guys do in helping uh, us have a more enjoyable ride. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. Now, what he said, some of these guys, I remember talking to some of them before that were for like Montana and Wyoming and stuff. Mm-hmm. They go out there for a week at a time to maintain these trails. And what he said is there's no power tools. So they have to bring hand saws and do everything with hand tools. That's uh, unbelievable. I know. <laughs> so they have these big trees along, you know, uh, over the trail they have to cut apart with hand saws. It's a lot of hard work, but they do it. And, you know, it's the reason we can still ride. Uh, so... So side note, up in uh, Coconino, Flagstaff, there's uh, lots of trails for horses and bikers, and they kind of share the trails. And a guy who dated a horse girl, he's out riding the trails all the time, bike riding. And he said that anytime he sees a horse, he pulls over to the side and he stops and he lets the horse go by. He goes, but sometimes they still yell at me. He's like, get out of the trails of my horse. You're scaring my horse. And I go, you know what? You, you know what you need to say to them? And he was like, what? Tell me what to say. I'm so frustrated. I pull up to the side. I'm so polite. And I just, they still yell at me. And I said, you need to look at him and go, train your horse. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> train your horse. For God's sake, can't even have a biker stand over the side. You need to train your horse. <laughs> and he was like, can I really say that? And I was like, if you're pulling up to the side and they're still yelling at you. Yeah say it <laughs> <laughs> i'm always amazed too being the carriage driver uh, you know if if a group of trail riders see me coming and this is my opinion send your complaints to jennifer at horseradionetwork.com um it will be out at the florida horse park there'll be a group of riders coming i'm very we're always very respectful because i know that some horses have not been desensitized to carriages but they will freak out if they see us coming anywhere near and they're yelling at me to go the other way I'm like, it's a freaking carriage. <laughs> well, I got to tell you that uh, as as bomb proof to talk about Chili again, as bomb proof as that horse is, he see there's a mini uh, farm down the road and they drive through the neighborhood. He sees one of them suckers from nine miles away. He's like, Ugh! yeah, you know, He's there are a lot of them that are afraid of minis for some reason. <laughs> and well, even and if you're riding, you know, even they just see a mini and they freak out. Yeah, they're just little devils, and 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 Scooter's probably you know not much bigger than that, and he's probably pretty terrifying too. So I get it. Well, Scooter's and it's, terrifying it's, it's for other reasons, to... but I don't think it's because. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's hard to get your horse exposed to carriages. So I get it, but like, come on, horse chicks, don't be jerks. Yeah, well, that don't is true, jerks. and that's a big problem here. I mean, it's a big problem here with the horse people. We have the Florida Greenway, which has bike trail. It's very good. It has bike trails, and it has it has horse trails, and it has hiking trails all separate and they do cross paths though and we still have problems here and i do think i think it's on both sides you know there's always truth in the middle right of any story and you know there are rude horse people and there are rude bikers and then there's nice horse people and nice bikers uh unfortunately you you always hear about the rude ones so uh, yeah 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 you never go oh my gosh like i was riding the bike and this horse chick was like so polite (laughs) you never (laughs) hear that you know and that happens every day but you just we don't hear about that yeah Uh, well uh jennifer uh because (laughs) because we started the show without ever talking about the show we never did a chat 
So, Jennifer, I'm going to drop you off Colin's studio and pick you up over on uh, Skype. We did do a chat. Jennifer and I are chatting. I'm not. I don't see any chat. We didn't invite you. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to do that. So a little back uh, behind the scenes here. Um, So while I do that, why don't we play a song? And I thought, you know, talking about... The Backcountry Horseman, how could I not play Jared Rogerson above the Timberline? Oh, you have to. I, I think it was you required, Jared right? A long time. I miss him. <laughs> All right, right after this word from Ovation. Horse people know that they can count on Ovation's value, quality, and style when it comes to hard wearing schooling attire, affordable show gear for horse and rider, or top of the line equipment for riders at every level. From breeches to bridle work, saddles to stock ties, helmets to half chaps, Ovation is the premier brand of riding apparel and equipment for you and your horse in the United States, outfitting riders at every level from head to toe. Ask for Ovation brand riding helmets, breeches, and footwear at your local tax store, or go online to OvationRiding.com and see the fantastic variety of quality, fashion-forward affordable products from Ovation. OvationRiding.com The city offers you convenience This old mountain offers you no lenience But it's the life I choose to lead Peace of mind's what I receive I make my home above the timberline In my saddlebags knows what you'll find on my trusty steed I've got everything I need up here on the great divide I went to college searching for my way textbooks for rodeo seemed a pretty even trade I guess fate can handle each and every day Wouldn't have it any other way Now I make my home above the timberline In my saddlebags Who knows what you'll find on my trusty steed, I've got everything I need Up here on the great divide There's big horn sheep Look, there's an eagle flying down there We got fish to eat And up here there ain't no bears It's the place that I reside Up above the timberline 
Nate's in charge of every day Wouldn't have it any other way Jared Rogerson with Above the Timberline. And, of course, that's where he works. He counts moose, right? Isn't it moose? Elk. Elk. I think he counts elk. elk for a living. Uh, All right, and- so I'm in trouble. What you do? I'm in trouble. Dang, a freaking husband listening to the dang show, and he's driving into work. Hey, he's not supposed Heard to me. listen. Hey, Chad, yeah, we made a rule six years ago that you were not supposed to listen to the yeah. show. That's just say he. I just got to text the vet again. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Chad, it's for your health that we don't want you to listen. It's for your mental Newman. health. Uh, Newman! <laughs> Darn it! I thought he's gone. Like, there's no way he's going to get in the car. He never listens listen to, to our show. show. Is this why he started listening? Because he was he discovered that you actually do talk about stuff you don't want him to hear? Gosh, that's cold busted right there. <laughs> Man, I thought I was in the clear. I just got a message from one of our listeners. Uh, we mentioned auditors earlier about they can't figure out how to become an auditor. Just go to the horseradionetwork.com uh, website. Scroll down on the right side. It says support HRN, and there's an official HRN auditor banner. Just click on that, and it'll take you to Patreon where you can become an auditor. And thank you to all the auditors. The payments always come out on the first of the month, so the payments came out, and we really appreciate it. Jamie gets a raise every month because of you guys. So uh, we really appreciate your support, and I know you guys have a lot of fun over in the auditor room talking about, my God, this week... If we counted the posts the auditors made in the auditor room, it has to be thousands. I can't even keep up anymore. My God, I feel like I'm just constantly looking at that page. And and everything is so interesting. It is. It is. You're absolutely right. They 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 have some great conversation. It's not just about it's not just about horses either. It's about life. So, uh, yeah. if you want to become part of that for as little as a dollar a month, you can do that. Just go to horseradionetwork.com. Scroll down on the right side of the page. You'll see official HRN auditor banner. Click on that. Hey, well, so yeah. did you see the post? Just real quick news story before we get to uh, really bad ads. There was a horse that was stolen in Gallup, New Mexico. No, I didn't. A see big that. giant. Uh, Stallion, uh, blue roan quarter horse stallion, just absolutely beautiful. Uh, and he had a lazy F tattooed on his cheek. So it's F sideways was like a branded freeze branded on his cheek. So he's very obviously, uh, easily identifiable. Um, he was stolen. I guess it was a, a, a rest area and he was tied to the side of the trailer. They let all the horses out and tied them to the side of the trailer. Somebody, while the driver was distracted, walked up, untied him, hopped off bareback and galloped away. Really? Blue roan, four white socks, F on his cheek. Uh, and it's gone totally viral. Well, apparently now he has been found. They found him 15 miles outside of Gallup on the reservation. So somebody stole him and rode, rode him into the reservation. Just wanted to let everybody know that he has been found. And that begs the question, I'm sorry. Don't take your dang horse out of the trailer. What are you doing? Nothing good is going to happen if you take your horse out of the trailer at a rest area. Am I right? Uh, yeah, you're right. Rest. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like nothing ever is- good happens at 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going to have, oh my God, he got away from the trailer. Something spooked him. A track trailer. Air brakes went off. The suckers riding down the road in Gallup, New Mexico. 
on the freeway. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like nothing, <laughs> nothing beautiful is going to happen from you unloading the trailer at the on the rest area. So just let them stand in there, you know, go get a horse hotel, <laughs> something, but don't take them out. No, seriously. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you know, we're always found. reluctant, even when there's a problem with the ho- trailer, like a flat, you know, we're always reluctant to take them out even then. Uh, no, just, I don't, I don't yeah, take them out. Yeah. That's one of those, uh, do you leave them in or out in a tornado questions that you're going to get different answers to from everybody. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. that's oh, sorry. I didn't mean to bring that up. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> sorry. All right. Let's, uh, let's do some, uh, really bad ads. What do you say? Let's do it. Pay it. I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It's time for really bad ads. And our sponsor, of course, as always, is Tack of the Day. Are you a member of TackOfTheDay.com? Go to TackOfTheDay.com. Sign up. Megan, have you done it? I have. Did it twice. So it's like, you know, you get, um, when you check your email, Every day you just mm-hmm. open your email and they all pop up on your phone, which is really nice. Cause you don't have to go check emails anymore. You just they pop up on your phone, all your different addresses all in one and tack of the day. I've subscribed to periodically through like three different emails. So I get tack of the day emails like three times a day or just three emails. And it's always one that I open, go check out tack of the day.com. If you haven't signed up already, it's just an email that comes to your inbox every day. An email, you get it, you open it up and like, oh my God, I've been looking for that or I need that. Or like, I really need a pair of clippers. I'm going to wait for the hack of the day. And like the next week, they'll send out deeply, deeply discounted things that, that you have been looking for. So cha-ching, cha-ching. It's like they're paying you to take their stuff. Okay. It's it, exactly. It's like it's free. It's like it's free. Exactly, Megan. Tackoftheday.com. That's right. It is time for really bad ads for your new listener. This is something we do every Friday. I've been doing it every Friday since 2010. (laughs) We've been doing it a long time. And what we do is we read really crappy Craigslist ads or Facebook ads that are sent in by our listeners. These are not uh, written by our listeners. They're just submitted by our listeners, and we just have a little fun with them every Friday. It's a good way to end the week and head into the weekend. And we always give away prizes once a month. Uh, we give away some prizes. We just pick at random the people who submitted ads, and we give them some really cool stuff. And I think Jamie can probably speak to the first prize better than anybody, and that's a $50 gift card from Kelly Heard Jewelry. Jennifer, tell oh. us about it, and then Jamie can gush. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Heard Jewelry offers the offers fine equestrian jewelry, including beautiful necklaces, earrings, pendants, and bracelets of gold, and sterling silver set with fine gemstones. And yes, they have wedding engagements, ring sets, and they're stunning. Each piece of Kelly Heard equestrian jewelry is finely crafted with every attention to detail and quality. Make your choice and know you are getting the best. Kelly Heard jewelry can be found at fine equestrian retailers all over the country and online at kellyherdjewelry.com. And I got a ring for my anniversary from Kelly Heard, and they do equine jewelry, but just really beautiful 
equine or non-equine, but I mean, gosh, it is just absolutely brilliant. And so the ring that Chad got me, you know, there's, there's many price points. There's not just, they're not just crazy. Like the ring that I got was, and I know how much it was because I have the catalog. It was $99, but it looks like a rope, like maybe a lariat. I think it looks like my lead rope though, because I don't swing a lariat. Uh, around on the sides is the side of it. And then it had a beautiful um, aquamarine stone in it. So anyway, they're really nice. Isn't stuff. it required to know how to use a lariat when you live in Arizona? I thought that was just like a rule. Uh, I, well, I'm not from here, so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's the Kelly Heard Rope Edge. Oh, it's a blue topaz, blue topaz ring. Sorry. It's very pretty. And now are you allowed to wear that in a barn or do you have to wear that only in special It's occasions? bigger than my wedding ring, my <laughs> engagement ring. There you go. So that's a no. I'm not wearing it anywhere near that. Jennifer, do we have something else too? Don't I don't we? even wear my engagement ring out in the barn. I mean, I like Chad's always like, could you at least pretend to be married for like five minutes? We're going out to dinner. <laughs> you know, Jennifer and I, our wedding rings don't fit anymore. And we kept, we for 20 years, we've said, you got so skinny. We, yeah, that's what it was. And for 20 years, we said, we're going to go get them resized. And it's 20 years. 20 years. years we haven't had them resized. So there you go. You we know need we're to married. do it. My, my friend did. She married a hockey player, and she had him tattoo a ring around her, his uh, finger. Oh, there oh you go. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm, mine. Jennifer, You're I mine. love you, but no tattoos on my fingers. All right. Oh, um, come on. Don't be this. Do was it. there something else, Jennifer? Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. I was I was shopping on Kelly Heard. Um, yes. Our, <laughs> other, our, our other prize this month, the reason behind the sudden increase in workers' comp claims among delivery service workers, a Redmond Rock equine gift pack. Woohoo! Oh, that's awesome. I need one of those. Redmond Rock is the perfect way to satisfy your horse's instinct for natural salt and minerals. More than 60 minerals just the way nature made them, with a taste that your horse will love. In addition to Redmond Rock and Rock on a Rope, you can try daily red granulated salt, which is just the rocks all chopped up, and good di daily gold digestive health, and first aid for horses, a natural healing clay for boo-boos. And here's the kicker. We're all trying hard to reduce our carbon fiber footprint, people. Why are you buying Himalayan salt that's trucked across the across the entire world for salt when we have Redmond Equine mined right here in the good old U.S. of A. In Utah, you, know, you can find out you can find out more at RedmondEquine.com. I'd love to go see that sometime if I'm ever up that way. He said we could take a tour of the mines. I would love to do you have that. the weirdest vacation dreams. I do. It's I so just bizarre. <laughs> Really bad I want to go see a big hole in the ground. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Rogers sent this one in. Canadian horse slash gelding, $600. And this is nice. in Douglasville. Canadian. I have a 22-year-old gelding for sale. He is registered with the Canadian Horse Breeders Association. He is 14.2 hands. He is sound. And he is thick. We have him, we've had him harnessed and ground driven. No wagon was available. He knows voice commands. He does not trail ride well, asking $600. Was there a, do you think there was a hospital visit uh, from the not trail riding is, well? It's a Canadian horse, but it's for sale in Hiram and Douglasville, which is in Georgia. You should have really? Southern. Yeah. I thought it was in Canada. Because um, Aaron's <laughs> in Canada, too, I think. And then um, I love how in the picture they show this horse, and it says he's thick. And you can't really tell because there was a person in front of the horse, but they didn't want you to see who the person was. So they blew, <laughs> they've they they've taken and completely blewed out the person. So there's this big blue yeah. blob in front of the horse. It I looks do like, like the a, horse. a styrofoam cutout 
standing in front of the horse <laughs> yeah, or something. It's, it's really quite bizarre. It's the first time I've ever seen. Could you not have had the guy move a little and you could have taken a picture? Uh, just saying. Hiram Douglasville. Yeah, that's in Georgia. There's a Hiram, Georgia, and a Douglasville, Georgia. So I think it. Well, that you should have done it. something. That explains it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Kayla sent in the next one, and she recorded it herself. Yeah, we have a lot of them today recorded by uh, the listeners. I found an ad that we all can relate to. This one's from Salem, Oregon. And my name's Kayla. It's weird talking to myself, but here we go. <laughs> we do it all the time. My Hi, my name is Jack, and I'm a 12-year-old quarter horse gelding, maybe with a little Mustang. I'm about 14 hands, but very stocky. I'm a good boy, and I have good manners. I was brought into my family for play days in junior rodeo, but I had other ideas and thought I needed to buck in a canter for my young rider, so my dad started riding me. I did real good for him. Since then, my dad is older, and his back is hurt and can't ride me anymore, so I am a healthy, well-taken-care-of pasture pet. I'm looking for someone that enjoys horses, and would enjoy riding me for free. Notice, I'm not looking for a trainer or for my dad to pay someone. Although I am stocky, I prefer that my rider weight limit be under 250 pounds. I live in a beautiful boarding barn. Inside arena, outside arena, and trails that will be open soon. If you're horse savvy and interested in meeting me, then please give my mom a call or text and you two can talk. Thank you, Jack. P.S. It is required to sign a liability waiver at my barn. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> How do you think Dad hurt his back? <laughs> exactly. That sucker bucked him off. Hey, but it's free to come ride him. We don't want to pay a trainer. No, but no. you can come ride him for free. At anybody. least they're not trying to like sell him down the river. I at least gave him that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Reginald sent the next By one. By the way, in. Kayla, you did very yeah. well talking to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah. I, I talk to myself and yeah. I'm not even like entering an ad. <laughs> Some days when I'm her. on the show, she thinks she's talking to herself. So there's that too. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, I think Anne sent this one in. Uh, so. And this is from Facebook. God love Facebook selling horses. ISO paint HUS gelding, which is in search of paint hunter under saddle gelding for $5,000. And this is in Connecticut. Post pick what you have. The letter U. Thanks. Looking to buy now. I like nib. Overo's no toys. Anything over two would like it to be show ready. I don't even know what I just read. I don't even know what that means. I mean, like I consider myself a fairly savvy horse person, but I don't know what a nib and a toy is in the paint world. Maybe somebody does. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Is what's overos? Is that a color or a overo is a kind of color for okay. paint. It's kind of the splashier ones. No, the toys. Tobianos are. Yeah. I don't know what a nib or a toy is in the paint world. Uh, you well, go. you know what? You might make a quick uh, 5000 bucks, and you got a paint lane around. There you go. Uh, I got chili. <laughs> He's not Obero. You know, uh, I don't know. Chil I don't know. Chili would like that. Do you? Let's, <laughs> no. fi let's find out. <laughs> oh, he oh, doesn't want to go. Brain. 
He doesn't it hurts want to my go. brain. Yeah, he doesn't want go, to go on a trail ride. You will hear that nine miles away. <laughs> he screams the whole time. All yeah, right. He's not even his friend. He's one left. Okay. One of you left. Where did you go? Okay, now there is uh, the person coming up next submits ads a lot. And I say her name one way, you say it another way. And she apparently says it another way. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. Okay. Oh, good, and we're good, finally going to have a solution. A, that, By the way, it's spelled S-I-A-N. All right, here we go. Okay, this is Shane Griffiths in Ogden. <laughs> I said Sean. You said Cyan. 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 It's Shane. Yeah. Who the heck spells Shane S-I-A-N? Apparently Shane does. So here we go. Jane does. Yeah. There's one. In Utah. <laughs> and this one has a little something for Jamie. And it's got a little something for Glenn. So I hope you enjoy it. Pony for sale. Santa Quinn, Utah. $600. Description. Pony for sale. There's a lot of exclamation marks, by the way. Pony for sale. He's a great pony. I don't know if he's broke, but my kids always ride it. And he's always good with them. I'm also oh selling his little saddle. He's also a stud, but he's always oh around our mares, and he doesn't act like a stud, but it's probably because he's around them every day. Oh, my God. So there it is, short and sweet. Pony for sale, just for you. Oh, Bye. my God. <laughs> that was amazing. Let me get this straight. You're selling an unbroke kids ponies stud colt <laughs> like that your children ride that comes with that oh my god that was like the uh culminate that was like everything that i love all in one ad yes and everything that we've talked about for the last six years <laughs> geld <laughs> that stuff 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 yeah jody sent the uh trailer of the weekend <laughs> this by is, the way just yeah. so you know i have had to separate magic and um Thor forever now because I thought what a horn dog he is. He continually tries to mount her. And I'm like that poor little Philly. Oh my God. The poor little thing. She's got this gross old man jumping on her all the time. And then I bring her in and put her in the stall next to him because I'm about to turn him out. And she puts her little hoo-ha in between the fence and breaks down and says, basically, Come and get it, big boy. What is wrong with mares? They're so gross. God. Little hussy. It's a thing we like now. most about girls. All right. Jody sent so the following gross. win in. Horse trailer, $950 from Jefferson. And I got to tell, tell you. We're going to tell you. Let me read the ad. Structurally sound and completely usable. Outside no. is very rusty. No title, cash only, and no trades. Now, we're going to give them credit. Because the one thing they did do is they brought the trailer into the indoor so you could see the entire thing. Now, in this little trailer's case, you probably should have left it in the weeds. Be <laughs> because it has, it's one of the usual two rounded two front horse trailer like we see every week. But it's got the hitch area, you know, the little triangle that hooks up to the truck. It's about eight feet long. I, it's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Like they set a horse trailer on top of a boat trailer. You know, <laughs> it kind of looks like that. I don't know what. Maybe they were hauling stuff there. I don't get it. But this thing's gonna turn like a bear. Uh, it's with, like a clown shoe. It it is does look like a clown shoe actually. <laughs> kind of does. Is it is it weird that it has its own box stall? Um, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> like it can't be an indoor arena because it's too small. It kind of and it's not a hay barn because there's no hay in it. Uh, now, the other thing the ad didn't say is, is it is completely usable, but there's going to be a problem with the tires. If you notice, the back tire is about 12 sizes bigger than the front tire. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's kind of a problem Oh, my with God. That. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like a clown car that way. It, and then really the, there's no jack in the front. It, I don't know how they got it onto the concrete block that's holding it up, but you're going to have to do the same thing. And then the, the rust is an understatement. There are holes in the front of the trailer <laughs> and the top of the trailer. And pretty much I can guarantee it doesn't have a floor. Yeah. You know what? If a horse loads in this, that horse needs to win a prize. <laughs> I'll it's going to fall like right a bear between the, the different size tires and that long tongue. It's going to be a bear. It's a, it's a horse trailer sitting on top of a boat trailer. It is. Um, <laughs> it needs to be backed into a lake. It's uh, dark blue, light blue, <laughs> yellow, rust. You're exactly right. It needs to be backed into a lake. They need to put it in the ocean to start a coral reef. A coral reef. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's a jet ski in the back. We just don't know. <laughs> All right, Brenna sent to the next one. That needs to be packed into a lake. <laughs> Brenna sent this one in. Endurance Tack and Horse for Sale, FB. It's on Facebook. It's a Facebook posting. Oh, it's one of those. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, geez. It's a getaway 2000- with it Facebook ad. Yeah, I gotcha. 2003 model saddle rack. Austin. <clears throat> awesome custom paint job by Overo Mother Nature. All four <laughs> legs perfect, no dings or dents, perfectly straight, has been used for 50 miles, no trouble, but could move up to the 100s easily. Comes with lime green accessories and original warranty card that can be transferred. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's an endurance ha- I mean, horse that goes, it's on 50 mile endurance oh. rides and it can move up to 100s easily. Uh, and and uh, this is the second time we've gotten Overo in today, which is a term we don't hear very often. So there you go. Uh, I don't, but like, what are you selling? Has anybody out there actually had their ad pulled from Facebook yes. because they were selling something? Yes. Horses are being pulled. And that's why people are doing these creative ads. I had a saddle ad pulled. Yeah, she had a really? saddle. Really? I'm not kidding you. I put, a, I put my Western WinTech up for sale. It doesn't fit Nigel. And I put it up there and... I it was there for a while and I changed the price on it and I got flagged for it because what are you selling? It appears you're selling something you're not allowed to sell on Facebook. And I'm going, what the heck? And they sent me a little email. Please describe the item you're selling. And I just put in all caps in the description, which is allows like 300 characters. Saddle. <laughs> you probably mentioned and did, horse and it got pulled. What more <laughs> do you need? It's a saddle. <laughs> Scott crazy. Scott sent the uh uh let me see here. Uh, <gasps> yeah, Scott. He sent the effing Kevin ad. Oh my gosh, you guys sit down. This is awesome. <laughs> and Scott's uh, one of your favorite readers. So here we go. He is and and by the way, hold on before you play yeah. it. There are massive like 4000 cuss words in this. And they were like, "We can't read this." And I'm like, "Just be creative." So let's see what he did. Uh, Jennifer, have you listened to this before I play it? I have listened to this. Okay. It has been proved. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Good morning. This is Scott, and today's ad comes from Fredericksburg, Virginia, for Kevin the Rooster. Uh, I've had to make a few alterations to the words, as you'll soon see. Meet Kevin the Rooster, or as I call him, Effin' Kevin. Let me tell you about Effin' Kevin. First, I'm going to tell you why you need Kevin. 
have too much natty light last night at the pig? Well, in the event you forgot to lock this mother effer in the coop, he'll be at your window at 4 effing a.m. cock-a-doodle doing his butt six ways to Sunday. Now, let's say you were sober and remember to shut the coop so he doesn't see sunlight. This mother effer has an internal clock that rivals that of Mother Nature herself. Guess what? 5 a.m. He is singing the song of his people non-effing stop till you come let his butt out. Effing Kevin. Now, I'm sure if you want a rooster, you got hens. That's where this mother effer shines. We have had no problems with predators. Zip, zero, zilch, nada. Even when Kevin was a wee young lad, he would see a predatory bird make one call and all his mm, ladies would be undercover. My 90-pound Great Pyrenees decides he's hungry and wants to try chicken a la fresh. Kevin will chase that dog and make him cower in a corner. Foxes and coyotes don't stand a chance. F and Kevin. So back to the hens. You need a strong rooster full of gusto to fertilize these ladies and make you some eggs for you to incubate into chickens for yuppies to buy their four-year-old brats. Let me tell you uh, about Kevin. This mother effer had a three-way with two of my daughter's hens, Elsa and Anna. He is into some kinky ass. But not just them. He walks into the coop like, what up? I'm a big cock. And all the other girls bow to him. Even Coco. F and Kevin. Now, the reasons why I want Kevin gone. Remember what I said about 5 a.m. if you lock him in his coop? Well, the neighbors don't take too kindly to that. Especially if I forget to lock him in and he's at the neighbor's window at 4.15 singing the song of his people. A whole protective thing? Well, my five-year-old daughter loves to play with the hens and pick them up. Kevin's about as big as she is and he ain't afraid of he And if he ain't afraid of a 90-pound dog with fangs, he sure ain't afraid of no little girl. She walks over to her girlies to pick them up and he is all over her like a hog on slop. F and Kevin. So the skin. <laughs> you come and catch him, he's yours free and clear. Great rooster in every sense of the word. Horrible effing pet for a family with a few acres. I gotta catch him for you, $20 and medical bills. Seriously though, he's a great rooster, but he is a little aggressive towards our daughter and the neighbors don't like his 5 a.m. wake-up calls. Great rooster if you need one. F and Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, nobody needs one. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, nobody needs F and Kevin. Nobody needs a rooster. Was born in the wrong century. Yeah. yeah. So remember those little baby chicks that I got? The yeah. little silky baby chicks? They're all roosters. They're all roosters. Oh, no. Oh, my God. One just crowed, like, right when I said that. <laughs> one, one of them is a rooster. I'm so sad. <laughs> but they're tiny, so maybe it'll grow really small. Oh, and they yeah. won't be able to go. Yeah, they won't be all the, all the girls are bigger than him, so yeah. maybe they'll just put him in his place. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. I, I, if you're listening from Oklahoma and you know Jamie has just brought the property next to you, sell now. Um, oh, you know sell. what? I think we're okay because the people next to us are goat farmers. Oh, so. perfect. You'll be great. Yeah. You're just we'll right fun. in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> the one on the other side. Yeah. The one on the other side is empty. And we actually positioned our house on the property to be as far away from the goat farm as possible. So. <laughs> and they're going to be going, those chicken people moved in. <laughs> Dang chicken people. Claire sent the following one in. Hey, this is Claire from Columbus, Georgia. Hey, Claire. And uh, here is a lovely ad from the Dothan, Alabama Craigslist. I have a six-year-old Frisian horse female. I have a six-year-old Frisian horse female. Very fun, happy, and full of spunk. We just got her from a family that had to move and could not take her. She is up to date on shots and is not fixed. She has been great with us. And our kids. But my other six-year-old female dog will not tolerate her in our home. She is potty trained, doesn't mind 
being in her kennel, and is a total lover snuggle dog. She deserves a great home to love her. I am thinking she needs to be an only horse. Rehoming fee will apply. I'm really I'm so confused. confused. <laughs> These ads are just getting bizarre thanks to Facebook. <laughs> that just goes to show you no matter what rules you make, people are going to find a way to get around them. They're going to find I a ju- way. I don't even understand what, it, what <laughs> I, they're I, I said. They're getting lost. so confusing. <laughs> it was a Frisian horse dog. Is the best yeah. I could do. Uh, it's Frisian. It's Frisian. Yeah. Well, I googled that. That's not a thing. <laughs> you were you weren't sure. <laughs> I think it was supposed to be a Frisian horse. Although when they got into the house and potty trained, I got lost. So uh, Chelsea, well, if they could figure out how to potty train a horse, though, they that's what they need yes, to be selling. Especially a Frisian <laughs> horse. I mean, you can potty train one of those babies. You're going to have a trick pony that'll get you some money. Uh, Chelsea sent in the final one for the day. Hey guys, so I've got a pretty interesting Craigslist ad here to share with you. The title reads, Horse Release with two exclamation points, and it's listed for $200. The photo that's included with the ad shows a teenage girl standing with the horse, so I figured I would do Jamie proud and try this in my best teenage voice. Go, Chelsea. So here we go. Are you looking for a Southern gentleman who loves his women and his sweet tea? Yes, that's right. His sweet tea. (laughs) Rebel is an 18-year-old gelding, like about 14 and a half hands tall. I've ridden him alongside the road with cars passing by, and like a lawnmower came past him and made a sound like a gunshot. He trotted a few steps before walking again. The only problem is if he goes on work for a while, he does like to buck. But his bucks are very small and not continuous. I've worked with him on this, and like, so far, he hasn't tried it with me. But I would suggest him to go to an advanced beginner. I'd be glad to send you a video of this. He just had his feet done, like, a couple days ago, and I've been training to barrel race, and like I haven't had much time to spend with him, so I'd much rather him not go to waste in a pasture. I could totally send you more pictures upon request from my cracked iPhone. I added that last part because you know she's a cracked iPhone. And the battery's almost dead. <laughs> Chelsea, that was great. Wow. Wonderful. Great job. Great job. She did that better than you do. That was really good, actually. She's like my best friend. She's like my bestie, my BFF forever. Oh, my God. And she got a little Southern accent in there. She had it all. Uh, that was beautiful. That was a beautiful thing to hear. It really was. It really Between was. Between that F and Kevin and the Frisian <laughs> horse dog and the pony for the, the geld that stuff pony. My God, you guys brought it today. You did. You Kayla it had today. her. She was talking to herself. She was feeling weird about it. I mean, my God, it was great. Y'all did great. <laughs> well, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Have a terrific weekend, everybody. Say hi to your horses. Get a little bucking. In, I mean, a little riding in. Uh, bucking on the brain. <laughs> uh, get a little riding in. Stay in the saddle. And we'll see you on Monday. We're back here on Monday. We have a full week for you next week. Like Our- a, a real full week of shows. So Amazing. That. Enjoy that. Yeah. Everybody spay, neuter, and gel that stuff. <laughs>